Hey there, it's been a while, but I'm back and today we are going to talk about to-do lists and the most important hack that will transform your to-do list from a piece of paper that you just write down and forget to something very short, very concise, and yet very powerful. Let's go. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B., is a certified scrum master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. I've been thinking a lot about how to name this technique. I haven't come up with anything interesting or novel at this point in time. At first, I thought that I should name it a stubborn to-do list because you have to be very stubborn in order to follow this technique or like it forces you to become very stubborn it's the the other way around but the word stubborn i think has some negative connotations so i'm not gonna use it in the meantime i'll call it the one way to-do list until i come up with something more interesting and unique (laughs) but for now let's stick with the one way to-do list So this is the method that I personally use when I'm in a dark time of my life, when there is a burnout, when the mood is not there, maybe the weather is affecting me negatively. Basically, when you don't have any motivation, you're just so tired to even think about complicated productivity systems, all these journals, to-do lists, to-do apps, calendars, and all of that. So you're so tired, you're so done with anything productivity related, and you're in this funk, and you can really get out And you need something easy, something helpful, small baby steps. And this method for to-do list is the simplest yet very effective thing that you can do. Again, when you're just want something very simple, something that you can start doing today, something that you don't have to go out and buy fancy notebooks, buy some apps, do the brainstorming, none of that. It's very, very simple. And this is what it is. You write down your to-dos for the next day. And I recommend limiting it to no more than three to five. Five is the absolute maximum. Three is the best, I think. But if you have a few tiny things that you want to get done that wouldn't take too much time, then sure, we can do five. And then you write them down in order of priority. So the first one is the most important one, second is the next uh, most important one, and so on. And here is an important note. You need to evaluate where you've been in the past week or two. Later on, I'll be giving examples of writing a report for work, but depending on 
where you've been recently in terms of your mood, your overall well-being. If you haven't done the dishes for the past two weeks, if you haven't gotten out of bed for the past two weeks, then the report is not your most important task of the day. That's too much. You need to start with something small. Maybe making your bed and doing the dishes will be the items that you will put on your to-do list. Just, again, be realistic here. I said in the very beginning that this is very effective when you're in a dark place where maybe it's in the middle of the winter, you haven't seen the sun outside for the past two weeks and it really affected your mood. Maybe something happened, something that threw your entire life off. And here, again, don't focus on work reports or study or all of that. Start using this technique with something basic, home-related, well-being-related tasks. Maybe cooking yourself a breakfast, making the bed, taking a shower. This is where I need you to be honest with yourself and realistic. This method will eventually get better after a week or two of using this on very basic items of your daily life, then you'll feel confident and then you can increase the intensity and the difficulty of these tasks. But start small, okay? Now coming back to the practice itself. So you wrote down your three to five to-do items the night before. And the next day you wake up and you start from the very first. So you wake up, you do your morning routine, you have breakfast, what have you. And then let's say your first meeting is at 11 a.m. and now you have maybe two and a half hours to work on something. Yes, there is email. Yes, there are Slack messages, but even just 30 minutes, what can you do from the very first item on your to-do list, what can you do? And you start there. Any difficult task that you put on your list, it has like a natural stop point, especially if it's a task like work-related task or studying something that requires cognitive resources. So let's say the most important task that you have for today is to finish this report at work or like some presentation. Or if you're at school, maybe finishing the first draft of a paper. Let's take a work report as an example. You write it down, you do everything that you can, and then eventually you always come to this natural stop point. And examples might be you need some data to complete this report and you have to ask someone to get this data. So you would send an email to this person and then you can't really proceed till you hear back from them. So then at this point, your first to-do list is on pause and then you can move on to the next to-do list. Or if it's something urgent, yes, you can check your email at this point, but then Eventually you go to the second to-do item and then you work till you hit a natural stop point. Or maybe you are done with this task. Maybe your second to-do item was to write an email and send it out. 
okay so you've done it so you cross it out then it's 11 o'clock and it's time to go to your meetings you go to your meetings then it's lunch time then it's 1 p.m you're back and then when you take your to-do list you don't go to number three you always go to number one after your meetings after your breaks when you sit down at your desk and you look at your to-do list that's why i call it one way to-do list you always start from the very top so at the very top we have this report that you requested some data then you go to your email and you check if you've heard back and if you've heard back then you start with number one and you do the number one first if you haven't heard from the person that you're waiting for then you move to number two but we've done number two so you are okay to move to number three and then let's say number three maybe it's doing some follow-ups or reaching out if you're in sales i don't know something so you do that and then if there are no natural stop points or if you haven't been interrupted by a meeting then surely complete this task and move on then let's say you have another meeting you go to that zoom meeting and then you know you have a few hours of free time again you look at your to-do list and where do you start you start from number one so you don't start from number three from number four from number five you always start from number one if there is nothing you can do about number one yet only then you move to number two to number three you kind of have to become the stubborn person who's like yeah yeah i don't care what's on the list down in like number four what's number one and you always start with the top of the list always after every meeting after lunch after a break you come back to your desk and you look at number one by doing that the most important things get done much faster First of all, you don't even have an option to procrastinate on number five because you always have to start with number one. And number five are usually the tasks that are easier than number one. So the top priority tasks are usually the hard ones, the ones that we tend to procrastinate on. That's why you need to approach them more often. Otherwise, your brain will trick you and it will put this task on the back burner. It will forget about it. But if you have the one-way system of dealing with your to-do list, you always start from the top, you're reminded that, okay, this is my top priority task. Yes, sometimes it will migrate to the next day, and that's fine. For example, in this example, you don't hear back from your coworker, you don't get your data back, but then it migrates to the next day, and then the next day is still your number one, and then you ask yourself, is there anything I can do about this report? And in this case, you might follow up. In this case, you might reach out to someone else and ask for this data from someone else. You know, there are like steps that open up. If it's been two or three days, then you can definitely expedite it to your manager. There are steps that you can do about this report or you can just submit the report and say that this data is missing and once you get the data you will update it there are numerous things that you can do about number one right so in the morning 
when your brain is fresh you come to your desk you sit down and you look at your to-do list and number one is the most important task for the day and you're fresh your brain is fresh and you are full of energy then same thing after lunch so you take a break for lunch then you come back again refreshed energized and you sit down and what's on your to-do list number one again the most important task every time when you're ready to start you had a break you had maybe some coffee you had some food then maybe you you went out and worked out if you do that during the day you come back you're full of mental resources that you can dedicate not to emails or slack messages to something useful and then you always have your number one number two items on your to-do list ready for you to spend this valuable mental resources on these items so how i personally do it is i have a calendar in my office and i limit myself to three items per day there are some habits that i'm tracking on this calendar as well but they're separate but in terms of to-do items i have no more than three items per day i prefer to write them down the day before but if not i have at least the first one written down the night before if not i'll complete the whole list of all three in the morning and then it's on the wall, it's staring at me, it's kind of separate from all my little pieces of paper, my notebooks. The squares on the calendar, they kind of limit the number of things you can put in there. In my case, I can only put three, plus some habits, some check boxes, but that's it. So highly recommend using the calendar, having it somewhere separate, because if you put it on a piece of paper and it's lost on your desk, you can put it on a sticky note and put it on your computer that's fine but you have to keep it somewhere separate because the importance of these three tasks are vastly different than everything else and the goal here is not to get everything done okay no and that's what i keep telling my clients as well when they join the monthly method is the goal is not to get everything done the goal is to stick with this practice where you have some rituals you have your sprint planning sessions you have your sprint review sessions in this case the practice that you have to stick with is always starting from the very top whenever you sit down at your desk you look at this paper and you start from the very top and you forget about everything else the other two three items on the list always from the top no matter what always start with number one till it's done when it's done you always start with number two even if you're waiting on something then you go and check if you've heard back if not then you move to number three so some of the things will not get done but if you stick with the practice of starting with number one and only then moving down once you've confirmed that there is nothing you can do about number one the number one items will get done a lot a lot faster so that's it for today again i've missed doing this podcast we will be back on the regular schedule podcast episodes are released every monday so please subscribe if you want to get the freshly baked episode delivered to you next monday 
but for now have a wonderful week again if you don't know where to start you feel overwhelmed you're not ready to commit to the entire productivity system like the monthly method that's fine just start with this to-do list method stick with it for a week and you'll be amazed how effective it is and then it'll be easier once you build the momentum it's easier to get things done but remember no more than three to five items on your daily to-do list those are the most important everything else can go on a separate piece of paper but this to-do list that i'm talking about should have only three maximum five items per day okay that's it have a good week and i'll talk to you next week bye hey before you go i just wanted to let you know that if you want to try the monthly method for yourself, check out the guide, the free guide available at monthlymethod.com guide. It will walk you through planning your entire week based on the core principles behind the monthly method. What do you have to lose? It's just one week and it's free. The link is in the show notes.